This is the Simply Love Jesus podcast, where we explore life and faith through the lens of one question, which is what does it mean to simply love Jesus? My name is Caleb, and I'm joined here with our friends, Griffin, Micah, and Jacob. Howdy. What's up? Yo, yo, yo. We are here at another week, and we've been we've been going through and just talking about different things that have to do with life or faith. And uh, yeah, that's that's what we've been talking about. <laughs> so we've we've talked about uh, different things. Uh, we talked about what was last week. Last week was bad words, prayer, bad words, and the week before that was prayer. And then we talked about porn, and then we talked about dating, and then we, you know, we we've talked about a lot of stuff, and it's been good. Um, I just got back recently from California. Cali- yeah, California. You, did, I forgot to ask you how'd that go. It went great. It was, uh, it was a good time, and it, you know, a bunch of uh, we had multiple students get saved. It was, Ooh, yeah, it was a, it was a great, it was a great time to reconnect with um, some weak old friends, and it was, it was a good opportunity just to, you know, just to get out there and experience that area. Dude, those kids are just so funny, man. Oh my gosh. They were were like all like super long blonde hair. I mean, they might as they might as well have been because they were all total surfer thrill seeking kids. They were like they had this thing where like um, I guess uh, anyone that's like a pastor, it's like brother, whatever. So like Brian, the guy who I know out there, he was like brother B. So when I got out there, they're like, hey, this is Camp Pastor Caleb. They're like, oh, brother C. So they're like the whole weekend. Dude, welcome to the club. We're going skiing. And some of these kids have never been skiing before in their entire life. And without even missing a beat, they're like, yo, brother C, man, we're going to go shred the Nari. Let's go. And so they got their snowboards on. Never, never. They're like that turtle from Nemo. (laughs) Dude, it's the best. Like, they literally, without, like, they didn't even, like, some of them have never been skiing before or snowboarding. And yet with their snowboard, without even missing a beat, they were just like, brother C, man, let's go shred the gnar. And boom, go right down, like, a black diamond hill, first try, not even, like, nothing and they just go for it and it's just it was just like the silliest thing i'd ever seen and it was seen and it was uh it was it was a sight to to behold <laughs> you, so uh, you know were, how we're like stereotyping people in california i wonder what oh, they yeah. think about iowans oh so I'm let's sure go harvest some corn my brother yeah, they're probably just like we don't Dude, do anything. Most people um, think that Iowa or like have no clue where Iowa is, or they think that we have potatoes. Yeah, or, yeah, they mix Iowa and Idaho up mm-hmm. all the time, all the time. Yep, yep, yep. Now, all now the they're time. gonna be like, "Oh, Iowa is the place that messed up the caucuses." <laughs> the crazy thing, what was so crazy is we stayed at this gorgeous Airbnb. Um, I had my friend, uh, not Andrew, my friend Daniel went out there with me. And he did filming, and so he's going to help put it together for great, like, you know, guest speaking promo stuff. So that'll be really fun. And so what was crazy, though, was our, you know, our Airbnb was just beautiful, beautiful, like two bedroom, one bath, great place, and right next to the beach. And so you don't even have air ventilation in the bathroom because people just, they don't need air ventilation because all they do is they just open their windows and they get the breeze from the ocean is kind of like your air conditioning. So it's so cool. Uh, but what was crazy is, you know, two bed, one bath, kind of a smaller house, $1.3 million <laughs> is what oh it is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, what the flip? Like a that two is, bedroom house? Yes. Pocket change. Yeah. You're kidding <laughs> Pocket me. Pocket change. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
pocket change for gri- yeah. for Micah over here. <laughs> Robbed a bank in college. That that's crazy, man. In in Iowa, that yeah. would be like a fifty thousand dollar house. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And so it was crazy, but it was good. It was good stuff. So when I was at in California, you know, you go and skiing and all this stuff. And last time I went skiing was when we were at Snow Assault. And so I did really good when I was there. So I was just like, you know, I got this. And so I get up on the mountain. And the kids are like, yo, brother, brother C, you want to shred the gnar, man? And I was like, absolutely. And then the gnar ended up shredding me. So it was, uh, it was, <laughs> nice, yeah, brother C. it was, nice. it, here's what literally happened. I get up there, we get on the mountain and they're like, yeah, man, let's go. And then just go right down the hill. And so I'm like, all right, let's do this. I, I don't even know if it gave me the wrong skis or if they just gave me like, I don't even know what it was. I just get right on it and it just, and it's steep. It's a steep hill. It's a steep drop. And so I'm already like having to try and slow down. And the next thing I know, like, I ski into this one section where it's not paved or anything. It's just ice, basically. And my ski comes out from under me, and I roll, like, five times, like, go halfway down the hill, slide the whole thing. And I was just – I, like, pulled, like, my arm. I don't even know. Like, I somehow just destroyed my arm. Like, I can't even lift it without it hurting. Like, bruised up on the other side. It was just – it was bad. So I was like, yep, I'm uh, I'm done. That's it. So I went back and got myself a burger and just chilled. (laughs) And instead, I did nothing. And then the kids made fun of me for it. And so I earned some street cred. <laughs> okay, I had some cool. I had something cool happen today. Uh, I was walking today to the library. I had to print something off for my uh, Excel class that I'm in. And uh, there was this girl who was like walking on the sidewalk, kind of like in front of me a little bit. And like I could tell like right away she was blind because she had like a. She had to have like she had like a stick that was like helping her walk and oh stuff. Oh my gosh, you tripped the blind girl. Gosh, what's wrong? No, with no, you? no. So then you are like, awful. Some reason, like, I, I cannot felt believe like, I was you. like, I should so just bad. like talk to her because like I bet <laughs> like a lot of people like pass her up and stuff and don't talk or something, you know, like or maybe afraid to say something or whatever. So I'm like, I kind of felt like I'm like, I should say something, which normally isn't something I would do. But anyway, so as I was about to, some people passed us on the other side of the sidewalk and they were like, uh, and then she went to, she said to the people, she said, do any of you know where the library is? Like, can someone take me to the library, help me get the right way? Cause like, it was like kind of still far away. So, and then I was like, actually I'm going there so I can just go with you. So and the people kept walking and then I started walking with her. So and I actually got to know her and like, she was super nice and really cool. So it was kind of like a cool part of my day. So I took her there, helped her like find a librarian to get help on her subjects that she needed. So it was cool just to kind of like meet someone like that that like i just felt like i should talk to and i ended up not even having to like talk to her like it just kind of worked out so like i don't know i thought i thought that was like a god thing kind of it was cool Dude, I have a hey, I have a question actually, yeah. something like legit we could talk about. Okay, so yeah. I was just right before the podcast started, I was actually reading out of uh Judges. Uh I think it was say the reference, it was like thirteen through sixteen, something like that, maybe like somewhere in between there. But uh I was it's basically about the book of Samson, right? Yeah. And so in Samson, like I just had a question, like in the book, like it didn't make any sense to me, because like I don't understand, like, in the book, how, like, 
Samson can like be in favor with God, but he can just go like straight up kill 30 people because and like take stuff from them because like he told people that they solved the riddle that like he would give them all the stuff. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know if you're familiar with the passage, but it just struck me as like that is so like doesn't feel right to me. Which which passage are you talking about specifically? So it's it's Samson and it's like But yeah, judges here, what? Let me, let me let me find it. Let me find it for you quick. I was just I've so it's read Judges that. fourteen. Uh, yeah, I think it is fourteen. Yeah, so it's uh Judges fourteen says one day when Samson was in Timnah, one of the Philistine women caught his eye. When he returned home, he told his father and mother, a young Philistine woman in Timnah caught my eye. I want to marry her. Get her for me. His father and mother objected. Isn't there even one woman in our tribe or among the all Israelites you could marry? They asked, why must you go and marry, uh, go to the pagan Philistines to find a wife? And so Samson told his father, get her for me. She looks good to me. Uh, his father and mother didn't realize the Lord was at work in this, creating an opportunity to work against the Philistines who ruled over Israel at, this, at that time. As Samson and his parents were going down to Timnah, a young lion suddenly attacked Samson near the vineyards of Timnah. At that moment, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him, and he ripped the, jaw, the lion's jaws apart with his bare hands. Good Lord. He did it with as easily as if it were a young goat. As if that was also easy. Whatever. Um, Common occurrence, right? Yeah, totally normal. Uh, But he didn't tell his father or mother about it. Uh, When Samson arrived in Timnah, he talked with the woman and was very pleased with her. Later, when he returned to Timnah for the wedding, he turned off the path to look at the carcass of the lion. And he found that a swarm of bees had made some honey in the carcass. He scooped some of the honey into his hands and ate it along the way. That's normal. And he also gave some to his father and mother, and they ate it. But he didn't tell them he had taken the honey from the carcass of the lion. As his father was making final arrangements for the marriage, Samson threw a party at Timnah, as was custom for elite young men. When the bride's parents saw him, they selected 30 young men from the town to be his companions. Samson, Samson said to them, let me tell you a riddle. If you solve my riddle during these seven days of celebration, I will give you 30 fine linen robes and 30 sets of festive clothing. But if you can't solve it, you must give me 30 fine linen robes and 30 sets of festive clothing. All right, they agreed. Let's hear your riddle. He says, out of the one who eats came something to eat. Out of the strong came something sweet. Three days later, they were still trying to figure it out. On the fourth day, they said to Samson's wife, Entice your husband to explain the riddle for us, or we will burn down your father's house with you in it. Did you invite us to this party just to make us poor? Jeez. So Samson's wife came to him in tears and says, You don't love me. You hate me. You have given me my people a riddle, but you haven't told me the answer. He says, I haven't even given the answer to my father or mother. He replied, why should I tell you? So she cried whenever she was with him and kept it up for the rest of the celebration. At last, on the seventh day, he told her the answer because she was tormenting him with her nagging. She th- uh, Then she explained the riddle to the young men. So before sunset of the seventh day, the men of the town came to Samson with their answer. What is sweeter than honey? What is stronger than a lion? Samson replied, if you hadn't plowed uh, if you hadn't plowed with my heifer you wouldn't have solved my riddle riddle then the spirit of the lord came powerfully upon him he went down to the town of ashkelon 
killed 30 men, took their belongings, and gave their clothing to the men who had solved his riddle. But Samson was furious about what had happened, and he went back home to live with his father and mother. So his wife was given in marriage to the men, to the man who had been Samson's best man at the wedding. Okay, whoa. It makes no sense. Like, how? why does he allowed to just go kill 30 straight people and, like, God doesn't do anything about it? That's just what I don't understand from the passage. Mm-hmm. Well, who were the men that he killed? I th- I don't know. It doesn't really say if they're Philistines. They're or not, Philistines. Did it? That's the part. Yeah, they they're yeah they they're Philistines. Yeah, but like, so that would be like me nowadays. Like, say I'm in like a country in like the Middle East, right? And say like I tell Jacob solve this riddle. If you don't, I'll give you all this stuff, right? Say Jacob gets it, if and he beats me, so I have to get him all this stuff. So that'd be like me going up and killing like thirty Muslims and being like, "Well, I think they're evil because some of them are like do bad things and stuff, right?" And so would God like, yeah, so be okay with that? Well, he didn't even lose the bet, did he? He did because they solved it because his his wife like and basically got him to say it to her before oh, yeah. it was over. Why is it that there are judges? Why, like in the in the book of Judges, who are the judges? What are they? What are the? What is their purpose? What are they there for? I don't know. I don't even know. Honestly, to guide the people, right? I don't know enough about the book. Well, they were the kings. No. No. What do you mean, no? To guide the people back to God, right? They're basically military leaders in times of crisis in the period before Israel had a monarchy that was established. Wait, what book am I thinking of then? So, um. The book of Judges is a... Oh, I'm thinking of First and Second Kings. Yep. So the Judges in the book of Judges is... They're a group of basically military leaders who are basically defending Israel in times of crisis. However, the... What Samson... The, the, the big lesson with Samson is what he's doing is he is he is not honoring the Lord. So, the, so you're going back and you, you look at Samson... And he's dedicated before the Lord, and the Lord gives him strength. But how does he use that strength? He uses it at times to defend the people. But earlier, what is this? What is he? What is he doing? He's like, you know, he's falling in love with this young Philistine woman, and God had also commanded them to. God had also commanded them to not intermarry. So already Israel is at this place. They're at this place where they're dishonoring God and they're rebelling against God, and so these judges are here to basically just prevent. Israel from falling apart and being taken over. And so God uses Samson and puts him in this position to where he is getting, he's what he's, he is pushing out the foreign people of the land in the land of Israel. He's pushing them out of the land of Israel. Um, but specifically in this scenario, like the reality is, yeah, it's, it's not good that he goes around and kills all of these people. Especially since the place that it originated from was, you know, him marrying this Philistine woman. Did God work in the midst of that? Yes, because he he works within the midst of that because he's still trying to draw. He's trying to protect the people of Israel. But that doesn't change the fact that Samson's heart is not good. Like Samson's heart is focused on himself and he's being distracted. There's this big theme that he's being distracted by all of these women. He's being, dist- you know, um uh Delilah you you know he gets seduced by Delilah these foreign people who are not israelites so remember not everything that happens in the bible is good in the sense that 
not everything that happens in the Bible, God is like giving his thumbs up on and saying, good job. But I get that. But yet God's but what I'm saying yeah. is, is he a Christian? Was Samson a Christian? He's a he's like, yeah, do you he's think a, Samson's he's a, in heaven. Well, see, yeah, Samson was a um a, Na- a Nazarite. So basically he's a, a non-Jewish person who is converts to Judaism. So well, there's okay. It wasn't called Christianity, but yeah, he's still point, a. He is a believed in Jesus yes. that are, will be in heaven right now. He yeah, he is would he would he would be a follower of God. Yes, you think he's in heaven right now? Yeah, for sure. He finds redemption at the well, end of there, the story. There was no such thing as a Christian back then. Yeah, but yet. see, that's the thing. That's what I was thinking too. That's what I thought I'd remember about the story. But now that I reread it, like it doesn't really say that like he gives redemption. All he asks is God to give him strength to kill the Philistines. He doesn't say like, God, I repent from my actions. I messed well, up. Yeah, like, but, he doesn't really repent. Yeah, but All look he asks at the strength to kill the Philistines. So, but also remember, look at the rest of also the other people. You never see repentance in most of the people in the Old Testament. Um, you see the people of Israel called to repentance, but you never see like Moses, for example, repent specifically. I think he does. It's just not. It's not recorded specifically in those ways. But the prop. So you gotta understand the overarching theme as being what's being taught in Judges. So maybe I will include it. Um, I don't want to include the whole. No, I'm not gonna. I'll just. I'll do this. I'm not gonna include the video in here. But I would go watch like the Bible Project and their overview of Judges because it does shed light a lot of clarity on the book. But understand that like the book of Judges is not it's not like Samson's story is not intended for you to go, oh, man, this guy killed a thousand people or whatever. Good job, Samson. That was the Lord's will. Or that was like that was what God wanted you to like. His whole story is talking about how he just like the people of Israel keep being seduced and pulled away. And yet God's still being faithful and to his people. So despite his sinfulness, God is still being faithful to him and helping him in his time of need, even though his heart is being turned away from God and being distracted by these other women. And yeah. Philistine okay, women. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good yeah, answer. And Philistine women for, sense. yeah, and Philistine women, which is like literally the, the one people that, you know, the people that God is trying to get them to stay yeah. away from. So. I just, I don't know, when I was reading it, I just had a really hard time with, like, some of the stuff it said, which I never realized in the past. Like, I obviously believe in the Bible, and I believe it's, everything is true and stuff, and, like, but I will say, like, as I reread it, I just don't, it's hard for me to comprehend how he could kill, like, a thousand people with a donkey's jaw. Like, especially, like, and like, maybe the, you're saying, like, the men are weak. But, like, they were the Philistines. Like, they were conquered. They had, like, all control over Israel oh, yeah, at the time. Like, they Samson conquered was them, also, so they, Yeah, but Samson was also blessed weak. with basically... Yeah, well, Samson was also blessed with super strength, basically. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that if someone's so strong... Cool. Like, say nowadays, like, the strongest bodybuilder, you think he's going to be able to take a thousand people in the army? You oh, know yeah, what I mean? Well, like, David did. I mean, you, just, like, look I back... I don't know, man. Yeah, like, look back to, on, like, Joe Sebastian. You know? He killed 800 people with his spear it's one really time. It's really hard to believe when he well, fought people, that, he fought the Philistines until the, his hand those was people, frozen to his that's sword. Like the, it was the power of God. That's like it's God is literally giving them the strength. That's why it says the spirit of God was upon them because God, they literally yeah. were given the the strength of God. Like literally, God moved and gave them the strength. Hence, like David, for example, when or Jonathan, Jonathan is a shield bearer. God comes in and gives sends an earthquake and 
God comes in and sends an earthquake and takes them all out. And so in this one, one, God's literally giving them the strength to be battle-ready, epic warriors. Like, um, I didn't think of it that way. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, so it's a it's a miracle, basically, is what it is. It's like it's the same as like God working through Moses to part the Red Sea. So it's the same. God is giving them the strength to be these battle-hardened people. Um, and to, that to, makes a lot more yeah, sense to defend the people of Israel now. And so it's also important to remember, though, is not everything that's in the Bible is condoned by God. It's telling the truth. It's these are God's people and this is what they actually did. And it's not all good. It's not making them every single person in here as a hero who did good things. In fact, most of the people in the Bible were awful people and not everything that they did was condoned by God. Yet the, the, the story, the theme that's being played out here is that God is, despite how sinful and rebellious his people are, God is still faithful to keep his promises to his people and still pursues them despite their sinfulness. Mm-hmm. And just like Jesus coming yeah, to our life and pursues us. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm just like picturing like freaking Samson with like the um, donkey's jawbone. Not that I even know what it looks like. I'm picturing him like freaking Thor with his hammer. Oh yeah, just like l- launching at a people. I don't know, dude. Yeah, dude. He's he went he went to town. He straight up would have pulled a Thor in these people and just started beating the snot out of everyone. Like I believe it. It's just hard to believe, you know. But I mean, that's faith. How big is your faith? Like, how do you actually believe God can do anything through anyone? No, that's the thing. I do. I just like it's hard yeah. for me to comprehend, like a thousand people with a donkey's jawbone. You know, like I just never like as a kid. I'm guessing like I was just kind of like, oh, you know, like Samson's strong. But like actually thinking about it, like it really shows you how powerful God is. Because when you said like, I didn't realize like. I just thought it meant like God made him like extra strong. But when you actually told me like God gave him his like power, like God's power. Now it makes it yeah. a lot easier to believe. Cause like, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of like the walls of Jericho. Like how God brought them all down yeah. just by having them march around it. Well, God, yeah. God works like it's just, in, it's in, awesome. God worked in specific ways to do specific things for his people um, to make way for what he's doing. So, or what he was doing. So, new. I forgot you're even here. You haven't talked at all. You guys have been doing a good job talking. Missed that new, that new talking. It just, yeah, it, it amazes me that these things historically happened. You know, because like yeah. I was. Well, that's what, and that's what's so important about the, these. It's, it's so important to recognize that about the Bible is the Bible is not just these fairy tales made up. These are actual historical events that were written down and recorded. And they're a collection of poems. They're a collection of chronicles, which is it's a record of historical events. That's what that judges is. Um, they, it's, a, it's letters, it's biographies and autobiographies. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, before I forget. So our album from chill hop records is called Let's see. It is called Reminiscing, and the whole album is by No Spirit. And yeah, that's by 
Chill Hop Records. They gave that, they allowed us to use that on our podcast. So it's good stuff. Well, anyways, I'm going to close, close this out. Thank you all for listening, tuning into this, just this random episode where we just talk about who knows what. And that's, you know, that's okay. So we'll, we'll, we promise some better content next week. Hey, this is always, all, <laughs> all content can be good content as long as it's that's edited true. properly. <laughs> so, shout out to Caleb that's right uh, so, uh, follow us on Instagram at SLJ Ministries let us know what you want to hear and you know we just want to stay in touch with you the listener and we just want to make sure you know you're getting good content and incur- being encouraged by this and so let us know how we can pray for you and have just a uh, just a good a good day a good day yeah